What does it mean to be unaware? Um, what causes unawareness? Those are very interesting questions. Um, <clears throat> and honestly, the answer is a bit. There's, I think there's a couple of answers to this question of unawareness. And uh, we'll get into why we're talking about this in a minute. But I think there's a couple of answers why unawareness happens, what is causing this. Um, but I think really what you're looking for is... Are you being, you know, are you being triggered by things? What is your emotional state? This kind of thing. This kind of thing. And so, when you're aware, you're able to observe things better for like longer periods of time. Uh, kind of thing. So, in this episode, what we're going to do, what we're going to talk about is the the shadow aspects of spiral dynamics from other stages. Uh, we're going to be going into this in this episode, uh, and this comes back to unawareness because a lot of the reason why a lot of these things are shadow aspects is because you're either you're unaware of them or you're unaware of their effects upon you, this kind of thing. You know, awareness is always going to be the first step when it comes to this. You know, spiral dynamics, we're talking about the uh, levels of evolution that you go through as a person. And so, when, when going through those levels, you can encounter certain, and you will probably encounter certain difficulties within certain levels. And because that's the case, if you progress to the next level, you will probably you won't necessarily lose those attachments and uh, resistances that were from the level before, because of an awareness, because of living conditions, whatever it is, right? And so we have to become aware of what. It, uh, we, uh, we have to become aware of that as as it's happening. This kind of thing. Oh. Uh, so that we can understand ourselves, you know. When it comes to this, when it comes to the spiral dynamics, what's really interesting to me is 
that the spiral itself, the different stages themselves, are cool and they're useful to understand. But what's really what makes it really unique from person to person is is not that you're completely in one stage or another stage. You're usually within one stage, but you just also might be within another stage and maybe a little bit of a stage up above it or whatever. So, for instance, instead of being pure like orange, you might be like orange with some blue with some, maybe some shadow elements of red. Um, and some shadow elements of maybe of uh, purple as well. You're not aware of things like this, right? And some resistances against green. And so because of that, that's what causes your shadow elements, the shadow aspects of the different stages. And so this creates a very unique, what I call a spiral imprint. Um, and so <clears throat> the spiral imprint is going to be different from person to person. It's very unique. It's very much based on their past history and how that past history controlled them in certain ways and this kind of thing. And so when it comes to spiral dynamics, what's really interesting and really different is that usually what you get with typologies in personality typing like the MBTI system or the Enneagram or the big five system or whatever it is, is that it's more static it's very static especially with like these other uh, things you know the big five is a little bit different because you can actually at least make some movements around that but a lot of them are very static like you're either going to you're, you're going to only be one personality type but on any other kind of thing but but the Spiral dynamics system is very different in that you are moving from one to another. And this movement can happen very quickly or very slowly. It could happen where something moves you from stage orange to stage blue very quickly in like a second or from stage yeah, or from stage green to stage Orange in like a second, just depending on what's going on around you. And I'll give, give you several examples of this as we go deeper. In season two of this series of Spiral Basics. Now we're going to call it probably Spiral Wizardry or whatever. But um, And so the one element of this is what you call the shadow aspect. And the reason why I call it the shadow aspect is is coming from the idea of the, the ideas of Carl Jung, the shadow, right? Which is uh, a lot of people kind of overestimate or kind of go into the shadow understandings with a sort of 
I think there's different understandings of what this is, but basically the idea is whatever it is that you resist slash reject slash do not accept within yourself, you become less aware of, and that becomes your shadow, and that becomes the thing that because you are unaware of it, you can't really fix it. You have to become aware of what's happening. That would be my definition. That's not necessarily Carl Jung's definition, but um, I've had my reasons for that particular definition, so we, we, we can get into in this episode. But because that's the case, you could have a shadow aspect of stage red, right? But if you're stage blue, you're, you you would be guilty. You you'll be guilty for be, having that stage red aspect. You'd be like, no, this is wrong, and this shouldn't exist. And so it would become a shadow. It would still exist, but you wouldn't want it to exist. You would say that it doesn't exist, even though it does exist. And so it would still exist, but in a very primal an unaware kind of way, which makes it more unstable, ironically. Um, as far as that goes. So, and we're going to go into deeper examples in, in the future episodes, which I want to do in an episode, actually. Going into how the stages can show up in real life and how that looks and why, this kind of thing. Um, because that's interesting to me, to be honest with you, but anyways, um, so, this is all about awareness, you know, my, my entire work has been about awareness, helping you to become aware, not only helping you to become aware, but helping you to build precision level awareness, because the, the less you aware you are, the less educated you are, and the less able to actually see what's happening outside of yourself and inside of yourself, um, this kind of thing. And so because of that, the answer, or at least the first step, is awareness. Um... You know, I could talk about awareness all day, like the amazing, the amazing power of awareness, the amazing usefulness of awareness, but that's not really going to help you unless you actually become aware and notice what's happening within yourself. Which is partly why I do the episodes that I do and this kind of thing. So, the shadow aspects can take one of two forms, right? The first form is what you could call the direct form, which is like, let's say you're like a stage blue, your, your stage blue rule book says this stage red is bad, but you have some stage red in you. And that stage where it is very unbalanced, very unstable, because you aren't aware of it. And so, to give an example of how this might look, 
you might have this mind, this this mindset of like, I should be guilt, feel, feel guilty for having this particular dark fantasy or dark um, set of emotions or whatever it is, like hatred or whatever it is. Uh, and from that place, those emotions and, and whatnot, they might be hidden, but they don't. But they but they're not gone, and they'll show up in random moments when you're unprepared for them, or when you've been overwhelmed by something, or something along those lines. Right? Um, that's one example of how this can work. That's what I would call the direct versions. But I, why I call it this the direct versions is because. The it's direct in the senses of like it's directly stage right itself. It's not anti stage right. It's not anti those things. This kind of thing. Uh, and and so I, that's why I call it the direct form. So the shadow aspects. The other form of shadow aspects is what I'd call the what did I call it? The indirect form, I guess. Which would be the resistance to a particular spiral dynamics level. And this could be very deeply problematic for you. So another example, like imagine you're stage green and you have a an indirect shadow aspect form of stage red. So, the way this would work is you, you're, let's say you have a vision of the world, right? A vision that's very stage green, like, oh, we must love each other, you know, we, this kind of thing, right? And because you believe that stage red is bad, if you know what stage red is, and if you, you, if you do, but you don't know, you might not know it directly, this kind of thing, but... You, you have these ideas about what stage red, so you say, think that stage red is bad, this kind of thing. And so, from that place, you can do one of two things, right? If you have some stage red within yourself, and you probably do a bit of both of these, actually, but if you have some stage red within yourself, you're going to block that off from yourself. Like this does this is wrong. This shouldn't exist, especially if you're have, have some stage blue rule books as uh, as well. But the other thing that you can do is deny the uh, essences of stage red around you, and so you will be unable to see that. Well, there's a couple of things that are, that are, that that will cause. You'll be un unable to see the uh, consequences of your actions upon stage red. You know, stage red is going to be reacting strongly against your stage green mindset, your straight stage green form, this kind of thing. The other thing that's going to happen is because you're in this mindset of like, oh, we should live, we should love everyone, this kind of thing, as a stage green person. You're going to be unwilling to or unable to see the stage red violence because your your mind is isn't able to see that because your shadow aspect is 
the indirect form of stage red, or what you call the resistance form of stage red. So you're resistant to stage red, right? <clears throat> so, as you can imagine, this is mostly a tier one function that you might you and so tier two if it has this it, it does so in a very um noticeable way it notices this it's able to notice this more i think there's more of this possibility of noticing this it's not absolute that it will notice this but it's more possible to notice it as a tier two person because you're more meta upon yourself in the stages and this kind of thing um it doesn't mean that you won't have those shadow aspects, but you're less stuck within them because you're able to see them more. It's gonna think. And actually, the biggest problems that you face as a tier one person is that you have these shadow aspects of spiraled in a spiral, the spiral that you're not aware of because you're not unwilling to be aware of them. You know this kind of thing, right? And so. It could be another kind of indirect version of this would be something like you would be in stage orange um, and you're like, well, I don't need anybody else. You know, I'll take what I can get and this kind of thing, which could be ignoring slash denying stage green or stage purple within yourself. Or others, whatever it is. Or even the, the needs that you might have that might be more stage green or purple or blue or whatever it is. Right? And so, the direct form of stage, any of these stages, is, is it's going to be more direct. You're going to be able to see more of this within yourself. If you look, right? So, you might have some stage red violence or you might have some stage blue dogmatism that you're unaware of but the, but it's actually within you but the indirect forms the resistant forms are in some ways even more or less aware because you know, at least with the direct forms you can become aware of them this kind of thing but if but the indirect forms are often blind spots because you can't see how they're how they're interacting, this kind of thing, right? Like, for instance, you could be so stage green that you you ignore the usefulnesses of, of the other stages, like stage blue. Like, for instance, you could be so stuck on stage green that, like, you may not see the point of stage blue and you might think stage blue is just purely bad. But, you know, stage blue... But because of that, you lose the ability to create order within your groups and this kind of thing. You lose the ability to see the uh, pragmatic in the stage orange, this kind of thing, right? And so within tier one, these are pretty common, I think. Um, in fact, they're so common, I'd say, that they're, that are something that most of the stages deal with it. They deal with this problem. 
in direct or indirect forms. And so because of that, a lot of your psyche is very uh, you know, sort of twisted. And I don't mean twisted as in like you're psychopathic or anything, but like twisted in, as in like you're... Like imagine that you have pain in your leg or something, right? But to avoid dealing with too much of that pain, you, you limp around and you avoid that leg as much as possible. And it's kind of, kind of thing. So that's what you're doing within your, your, psyche, your psyche. You're avoiding those parts that are shadow aspects because they are triggering to you. Um, and so that's what I mean by you're twisted around. You're, you're too twisted around. You're unable, and so you're, um, you tied yourself in these like little knots and compartments. And these little knots and compartments are where the shadow aspects are. And you have to become aware of them. And this is why we have such a dishonest society, in my opinion, because we're unable to see certain parts of ourselves. Um, that's a deep episode that's on on its own, but the you know, the, the direct forms are easier to see than the indirect forms because you can you can look inside, you can become aware of what's happening, and you can see like oh, this is caused by this. This is the shadow aspect of stage blue or red or whatever stage that you're dealing with. Of course, this doesn't just happen in the spiral, but it also happens in other ways as well. But this is what the shadow aspects are, how they work, what this looks like. In general, of course, we can go deeper with deeper details as we go into this more in uh, this episode. Thank you. So how do you know? How do you become aware of your particular shadow aspects of the other stages? What do you look for? What are the signposts, if you will, or guidelines to looking for them? And at least to me, the answer usually is, I think there's a couple of things you look for when you're looking for them. And one of them is you look, look, become a, and basically your one basic rule is to just become aware. What do you become aware of? <clears throat> become aware of your emotions. What, which stages trigger you? Why? Um, for the direct shadow aspect, it's very easy to tell which ones you have as a shadow aspect if you become aware of it, because you'll see in you you'll see like um, unhealthy versions of stage red or stage blue or whatever it is, and you'll see it within yourself. You'll see it as it 
displays itself to you, right? Um, the emotions to look for are particularly negative ones. What are you doing, phone? Like vibrating constantly. Anyways, uh, like anger, frustration, annoyance, whatever it is, right? Um, so are you suppressing your emotions? Why? Um, that could be a sign that you're in an extreme form of another stage, like blue or green. Well, maybe probably not green, but blue or purple. You know, green would be the opposite of this, but um, what are your opinions about this particular stage? Do you like the stage? Do you dislike the stage? What kind of names would you call people who are in this stage? Bad, evil, you know, hippies, this kind of thing, like names that to you gender like scorn or hatred or frustration or whatever it is become aware of this become aware of all of this as it's happening um, and notice Notice it. Notice it when it happens. Take note of it within your head or out loud. It doesn't really matter, right? Like you're basically attempting to become aware of whatever the stage is that you're in. Hold on a second. the direct that's that's you know when you're looking for the emotions the opinions that's for the direct versions of the shadow aspects which are that you have a certain aspect of stage red or stage blue or whatever that what you're or judging it you're guilting yourself over it whatever it is right stage purple stage whatever it is right orange Um, and so the indirect is a little bit more complex because there's a it's not as easy to see it because it's not you're not necessarily 
of the uh, stage itself. You don't necessarily have aspects of the stage itself. Or you do, you might, but you don't, might not realize it, right? But it's more so in the senses of like, you will judge the stage. You know, for instance, if you are <clears throat> the stage orange, you might judge stage purple mysticism and stage green mysticism or whatever is like dumb, like, oh, they're so dumb that, you know, that's not how reality works. You know, we, we know that reality works this way because science says so, because evolution, the theory of evolution says this, like a abiogenesis, this kind of thing. And so we know that, like, the ancestor spirits don't exist. Um, and so it's a dismissal of the other stages. And not only is it a dismissal, because you can dismiss things that's like of st different stages, like stage red. Or you can see the problems with those stages. That's not where this ends up. That's not the problem. That's not the shadow aspect. The difference between seeing problems of stage red and dismissing stage red out of hand is that, like, for instance, a stage yellow person can see this problems of stage red, where a stage red person is going and go and can go, well, if you continue along this path, this is going to happen, and this is why. This is what this is causing you to end up having. This problem, and this problem, and this problem, and this problem. Because stage red doesn't think about consequences um, too far ahead of itself. You know, maybe like consequences in the senses of like, I want this now, I don't have it now. So get it now, whatever it is, right? But it doesn't really necessarily think as much beyond this, if at all. And so that can cause it a lot of problems. It can cause it to have a lot of drug use and uh, abuse and this kind of thing a dismissal of stage red would be more emotional it'd be from a place of being triggered it'd be more like oh how dare this exist because it's it's wrong like being violent is just wrong you should be good to people you should be kind to people you know this is and so it's based more on morals rather than like principles and understandings of the problems and shortcomings of a particular a particular stage. Also, there's emotions there as well to look for. So the difference is somewhat subtle, but less a little bit more subtle, but it's still definitely less subtle than certain other things you can look for. Um, and what's really freaky about a lot of this is that the more you start to become aware of your own shadow aspects you start to realize what stage you actually are and embody within yourself and your everyday actions and this kind of thing as well uh, you know for instance like if you notice that you have shadow aspects of stage stages red purple blue and green and, and yellow and, and turquoise or whatever then you know that you're orange right maybe a little bit less blue maybe a little bit less green whatever it is depending on your particular mindset 
Another thing to look for as well, which I find really interesting, is that if you have shadow aspects, you will probably over-rely upon the particular spiral level or spiral stage that you're on, right? So if you have judgments and resistances and shadow um, aspects that are of stage red and purple, but especially stage red, you're going to heavily rely upon stage blue to deal with those um, evil parts of yourself that have stage red within them. And so you're going to over-rely upon stage blue. And, and sometimes that can create a very dogmatic mindset within yourself. And then that will spread outward into the world, like, thou shalt not do this and do that, and you better not do that, and this kind of thing. Because you're... suppressing stage red, basically, within yourself. So imagine it this way, right? This is an uh, example that I can give you. Um, so, imagine that you have been stage red slash orange your entire life, right? You've been st selfish, you've been doing these kinds of things and, and you know, not really caring about the consequences as much. Um, you're only concerned about yourself because you want certain things and you don't have those things and this kind of thing, right? That's, shadow, that's like stage red, stage orange a little bit. Uh, depending on how strong that stage red aspect is, it, it can create serious consequences for you. And once you become aware of those consequences, once you become aware of those problems, you will switch to eventually stage blue. But those stage red, red uh, parts of yourself aren't going away. They're not gone. You haven't gone through them. You haven't understood them. You haven't seen where they, why they exist, where they are, why they do what they do. They do within you. This kind of thing. You. do something different which is you see the problems you see where this is leading you you see that this is wrong from this stage blue mindset and so you suppress the stage red within yourself you deny it you resist it you you might not even you might not deny it but you suppress it you resist it you denounce it um this kind of thing. <clears throat> and so you become very repressed within yourself. You haven't dealt with the stage red elements. You haven't gotten rid of them. You've only hidden them. They're still there. And they're still within your psyche. But you're not aware of them. Um, you know, so you might have periodic violent impulses within your mind slash emotions uh, that your stage blue mind will be like, this is wrong, this shouldn't exist this kind of thing, or you might have like dark sexual fantasies um, 
and your stage blue stay uh outlook that you're in now and we'll be like this is wrong this shouldn't you shouldn't have these fantasies you shouldn't think these thoughts you know this kind of thing um You know, another thing to become aware of as well is that oftentimes another interesting thing that happens is that during your upbringing, you can sometimes um, skip a stage, or at least it seems like you skip skip a stage. Um, like, for instance, I'll give an example of what I, what I mean by this is like, let's say you're growing up, right? You're a child, you're a kid. Um... And you have stage red outbursts and impulses, and you well, you express those, right? Because that's what stage red does. But your parents go, "How dare you? You're wrong for this and this kind of thing." And you, they punish you for it. They judge you for it. They spank you for it. And they make you suffer for it. Over time, that, that let's say over time, that creates more of a stage blue mindset within you. You haven't dealt with the stage red. You haven't understood it. You haven't figured out why it exists in you, in you and this kind of thing. You have now de- denied it. You've now suppressed it, this kind of thing, right? Um, another thing that's really interesting that was somewhat talked about within Spiral Dynamics, Mastering Value, Leadership, and Change book was... That with gangs, a lot of the uh, gangs have missed purple because a lot of the uh, people themselves have missed purple. So, because, you know, like you might have only grown up in like a single family home, and so you haven't been able to be raised to like value family, value the value of family, this kind of thing. Um, And so you grow up every man with himself, for himself mindset. But because you haven't really gone through this stage purple, which you would have to do in order to really get to stage red in a healthy way, you over-rely on stage red so that you don't revert to stage purple, which you might see as a weakness, you might see as, as flawed, as... Um, way of being taken advantage of you must not trust anybody because that's the way that you're you you have been dealt with in your entire life through gangs and this kind of thing right Um, another example is imagine that you have a stage purple person Let's say, let's say you're raised, right? You're a kid. You're growing up. And your parents were very protective of you. And they noticed that you were starting to display stage red impulses and wishes and this kind of thing. And they didn't want to lose you. They didn't want to see you go. And so they would try to keep you within that stage purple mindset. And eventually stage blue mindset if necessary, right? This kind of thing. And so, because of that, you could end up growing up and being an adult, being an, be an adult, be, but be, un, be, un, be able to express anger to people. 
until you have no boundaries. Um, so you see how this works, right? We're, we're kind of going into how this is playing out in your life, this kind of thing. This is why understanding spiral dynamics is important because you're understanding how your particular system works, but also understanding how other people's particular system might work and why this kind of thing. Um, so we can go into a lot of detail about this and we can talk a lot about like the usefulness of it in this kind of thing. Oops. Hold on a second. That was not what I wanted to do. Um, God damn it. There it goes. And so that's the basics of this. difficulties it was still working i think it just was frozen for a second but anyways um that's the basics i don't know if i want to go into more detail in this episode there's a lot of detail we can go into with different aspects uh, different variations of the shadow aspects you know we can go into this in other ways as well the stage Blue. So, this is where we get. In, this is this is where we get into the deep level of spiral dynamics to me because it's one thing to understand it and it's one thing to see it within you and others, but it's another thing to understand it in this way and, and see why not and see why skipping a stage within spiral dynamics doesn't work. Uh, but that's what we try to do. We try to skip certain stages. We might like stage blue, but we don't like stage orange. Or we might like stage blue and orange, but we don't like stage green. But stage yellow might be interesting, so let's try to go t to do that. But what ends up happening when you do that is that you will over-rely upon the stage you're at because you haven't... Um, managed to learn the understandings of stage green and other stages as well, things like this, right? Um, so, 
I think with the exception of mage, every stage can have shadow aspects. I think this is less so for tier 2, but it still can happen, I think. Um, it's a lot more subtle within tier 2 if it happens, but it, it still can happen. I've, I've seen it happen with people. I've seen it happen with myself, so I know this happens, but it's... I think it becomes more and more subtle the more you get into tier 2 and this kind of thing. Um, so let's go into the particular shadow aspects of the stages. I think that's what I want to do in this episode as well. Give you some specific examples of shadow aspects and what that might look like for you. So, stage purple. This is, this might be a very long episode, I'll be honest with you, because there's a lot to go into. But, uh, stage purple. The... If the, per if the person is heavily reliant upon stage purple, so I think there's t several different layers and levels to the shadow aspect level um, thing that we're talking about, right? We already talked about part of this, which is the direct versus the indirect shadow aspect, which is um, the sh the aspect this the uh, spiral stages that you're not like if let's say if you're purple, then you're not red, blue, orange, green necessarily, right? Things like this, those particular stages will be showing up in your life in different ways. You might be red, blue, orange, green, but you're denying them from yourself. You're suppressing them, whatever it is, right? Um, in different ways. Or you might be triggered by them, you know, whatever it is, right? Um, one of the two can happen. The other element of this as well is what I'd call the The ego aspect, which is like your conscious stage that you are right now, right? This is kind of uh, where we get into how the... And this is very much uh, in its beginning stages, um, in its beginning levels of understanding, to be honest with you. This is very new as far as understanding is going, but the same kind of... Um, understandings apply to a certain extent, direct versus indirect, but in a different way. Um, you can call heavily reliant purses versus not as heavily reliant, but more healthy, right? So the ego stage that you are, whatever stage is center place, whatever stage you agree with most, it's kind of thing, or whatever it is, right, is... Either you're heavily reliant upon that stage because of other shadow aspects, or you're not as heavily reliant on, on that stage because you have the support of the other stages within your uh, within your mind, within your reactions that you can employ this kind of thing, right? Um, and so we can go into all of this. It's not, it's, it's not really that complicated. I'm just giving you these, these four basic under uh, these four basic levels to kind of give you a sense of what this might look like for yourself when you're looking within yourself. So, if you're over relying on purple, you might have shadow aspects of different yeah. levels. 
like red, blue, orange, whatever. So you might be over-reliant family. You might be over-reliant upon your family. You might be one of those people who is like, well, you should be with your family more, this kind of thing. Not seeing the downsides of doing this kind of thing, right? Um, you might be over-mystifying things. You might be unwilling to see the problems with family and community. You might be unwilling to see the problems with your particular family or community. Um, this kind of thing, right? But if stage purple is a shadow aspect, and I'm, I'm, going, I'm going into this in a very general way. I might go into this in more specific points and understandings and examples with specific uh, stage-based episodes, like stage purple, shadow aspect, stage red, shadow aspect, whatever it is, right? But for now, we're just going into this in a very general kind of way here. We'll get to some examples, perhaps. But, um, <clears throat> so, the shadow aspects of this might be unwillingness to rely upon community slash family for help, you know, because when a stage purple mindset would be like one for all, all for one. And so like I would share with the community because if I, you know, I, um, because if uh, one day I might not be able to and somebody else will be able to, this kind of thing is how it works for all, for all people, right? Um, but if you're like a stage red gang, Remember, you're not going to do that because state purple is a very unhealthy, uh, or a very shadow aspect level for you, and your ego aspect is heavily reliant on red to survive. Because think of it this way, right? Because this is how this works, right? Think of it this way. So. Think of the stages as kind of like stepping stones, right? You have beige, which is the first stepping stone, which is the needed first step. The first, it's not even really a step. This, this is the ground. This is survival at its ultimate level, which is just hungry, eat, you know, starve, uh, tired, sleep, you know, whatever it is, right? Thirsty, drink. Um, this is the ground. Imagine the spiral as like a, a ladder in a sense, or as a pillar. That's holding up the ground, or that's holding up a building, and that building is you, right? Um, and so the ground is stage beige. Or, you know, the ground, or maybe the, like the pillar that's within the ground, you know, because a pillar has to be um, put into the ground a little bit for it to be, work. But if there's no pillar there, that pillar is going to fall over. The building is going to fall over, whatever, right? To give an example of how this might look for a stage beige. Because this might be something that you might have 
as well as his stage page shadow aspect that you might not be aware of. Um, it's unlikely, but it's possible that you might have this in the sense of, in the indirect sense. It's not necessarily in the direct sense, but it's possibly you might have that as well if you've been through a very difficult survival situation. Anyways, so that's the first sort of layer of the pillar. Oh, that's the first part of the pillar. Like the first inch or whatever. Like the ground, a little bit, maybe a little bit above the ground. And so if you don't have that, the pillar is going to be unstable because it's not going to be in the ground. It's going to be just kind of sitting there and it's going to fall over at the slightest touch. And so because of that, you'll be over-relying on pawn stage. Purple, for instance. To give an example of how this is going to work, because your, your over-reliance on stage purple is attempting to keep the pillar straight. But if you don't have stage purple, now the pillar is floating in the air. And now it's on the ground, but it's all crippled. It's it's even... And so you now have to over-rely on stage red, and so we can just keep going with that to stage blue and beyond, right? Um, <clears throat> but really, I think the thing about a lot of this is that if you haven't, to a, a certain extent... dealt with and integrated your stage purple nature, you're probably not really going to be going beyond stage red. You might be going into stage blue a little bit to deal with some of your stage red tendencies, uh, and you might go through to stage orange to deal with some of your stage blue tendencies to deal with some of your stage red tendencies, but it'll be very imbalanced. It'll be very uh, neurotic. You'll have a lot of um, imbalances and unstable emotional responses to life based on this. And it'll take very little to bring you down to another to the lower stage, like stage red. Um, so the shadow aspects of stage purple is unwillingness to rely upon some, someone for whatever reason or a group like that might be seen as a weakness showing emotions might be a weakness. That might be more of a stage green thing as well to a certain extent, but like that might be stage purple too. I don't know. Uh, that might be something like a stage red person might be dealing with, right? Um, I wouldn't get into that for sure in an episode. Whether showing your emotions is a weakness or a strength, it honestly depends on how you do it, whether it's a different episode. Anyways. Um, you might have very unhealthy uh, ties to family or to people that you just like meet. Very codependent ties. That's the indirect. That's the direct. The direct versions of the shadow aspects of stage purple is. You might be very codependent upon others. 
because of the stage purple or maybe even stage blue or green layers of your spiral uh, selfhood I guess is a word you could use or spiral uh, development but you'll be the, and so if you use stage purple it'll be very unhealthy unhealthy be very codependent like you, you'll be unable to separate from your family not not only unable in like a not just not necessarily unable in like a financial sense but like an emotional sense and so like other people could be seen that uh, might have to fill that hole in different ways and that may, might cause a lot of problems for you in this kind of thing um of course, a lot of this is just based on my understandings of this and going into deep shadow aspects. Yeah? Sure. Cookie. <laughs> I was gonna edit it, but I might as well just keep it in. <laughs> um. You might be unable to or unwilling to see the blind spots and faults of your family or your loved one. You know, so, like for instance, like you could be extreme state red. You could be like a criminal, um, or you could be just natural state red or whatever, or any stage. And then you fall in love with somebody, say, um, and because you have such a deep codependent nature of stage purple within you, you are unable to, unwilling to see, and unwilling to see the blind spots of this person, the faults of this person, and you you could end up being put into stage red if you're like at the other stage like stage blue or orange or whatever it is because um you are in sort of ride or die situation like not only do you follow this person and uh, go with this person but you do this to the death sort of thing right um That's the deep level of this. It can go very deep, very problematic, very quickly. Um, now you see we're getting into a lot of detail here. A lot of 
deep detail about how this might look for people around you or for yourself even. <clears throat> you might have this within you, but not really. And it might not be like super serious like that, what I'm saying here. I'm just putting it in the most, in, in very extreme form so that you can see and make the obvious connection. But it may not be as extreme for you. It may be true that you are codependent. You might not be able to see these blind, these faults of this person or whatever. But you might not ride or die for this person. You know, it just depends on what other stages you have within you, like stage orange or whatever it is. Um, so. You know, if you're over-relying upon stage red and going into the ego aspects, you might be very unhealthy, very violent, very imbalanced, and very domineering because you're over-relying on stage red to compensate for the lack of, or, you know, not necessarily the lack of, but the minimal levels of stage purple that you have. And so, to cope with that, to compensate with that, you are a criminal out for himself. You might be very dangerous. You know, that kind of thing, right? And so you have, you might have some stage purple, but it's it's very minimal because of your stage red. Uh, opinions about stage purple mindsets like oh if you trust people you, you will be let down this kind of thing and you and so you if to, to not get hurt you must not trust people you must not let people in this kind of thing right you can go deeply into this mindset in stage red showing emotions is a weakness showing all these things are weaknesses. We we must not do this. It might you might not necessarily even be violent, but you might be very um, highly individualistic to such an extent to where you are unable or unwilling to see the benefits <clears throat> and healthfulnesses of stage purple. And. You know, the, the more that you rely upon a stage, the more absolute that stage is for you. The more it's like, it's not just that it's my way or the highway. It's like, if it's not my way, I'm, I'm doomed. I'm stuck because I can't, I don't have enough stage purple to go to, to uh, join a different stage, to do a different thing. You know, this kind of thing, right? Um, this is, uh, a lot of this is still very clear. A lot of this is still very new for me. I'm trying to, um, I mean, I've, I've understood a lot of this for a while, but it's still very new working through this. So this might not be always correct. Keep that in mind uh, when you're looking at yourself or others. Um, you know, and like I said, with stage purple, when I was talking about the stage purple aspects and ego state 
Um, I'm just pointing out the most, the the more extreme versions of this, so you can see what this looks like. It might not be as obvious for you, maybe a little bit less obvious. So you're over relying upon say dread to keep that pillar straight. You could you could almost imagine as well as like an eight legged table table, right? Um, if you have Let's say you have this eight, have an, a table that's eight that has eight legs instead of four. So the first leg, which is beige, you might not have that much of, and so the leg is too short to actually touch the ground, or if it does, it, it only does so partially. This kind of thing, and so things lean it, it leans over. And the stage purple within this, when it comes to this leg, is also very short, and so you also have to lean it on either leg, whatever it is, right? Um, but if they're too short to even lean it upon, you're, you're going to have to constantly balance this table. If that's an interesting analogy you can use for this. Um... And so you might be constantly sliding down to purple and judging your, yourself or, and demonizing others for doing it and things, things like this. And so you will go back to stage red. This kind of thing, right? And so the less reliant upon stage red, you're, you're, you might be stage red, but you're more able to have fun with it. You're more fun-loving. It's more like an exploratory level of stage red. They're able to have boundaries, but their boundaries aren't like absolute necessary. Like you could have a boundary, like for instance, as a stage red person, where it's like, don't do this. You know, this is you know, <clears throat> this is how you must do this, and you, you, might, you might be very firm and direct in this way. Um, that sounds more like stage blue, but you're, you get the picture, right? But if you're over relying on stage bread, bread is like, do it my way or you die, or I kill you, or whatever, or I kill your loved ones, or whatever it is. At the extreme, at the more extreme forms of this, um, and so you're, yeah, you're able to be a little bit more uh, fluid with stage red. You're a little. You can, you're a little bit less dogmatic when it comes to stage red. You might still be very black and white. You might still be very physical. You might still even be very domineering, but it's not extreme. It's not, it's not violent. It's silly. So, the direct acts, acts, aspects of the direct shadow aspects of stage red are what you could call unprocessed levels of stage red that you might have gone through in the past, but you haven't really finished going through. And so you might have violent impulses, you might have violent emotions within you, this kind of thing. You might, you might want to 
say no to something, but you can't because you have no boundaries, maybe because of extreme stage purple or whatever it is, right? <clears throat> um, you could find yourself very repressed if you're stage blue. Because, like I said, you could go, you, you could be in stage red, do, do all kinds of things, do all kinds of drugs, have all kinds of consequences happen to you, and then find out that you are wrong and you are bad, and so you go into stage blue and start to repress, suppress, whatever the right word is, stage red. Um, but because it's suppressed, it's not gone, it's, it's just suppressed. And so you haven't gone fully through the process of stage red to understand what stage red is. Is why stage red exists for you, this kind of thing. And so you are still stage red, but you're un unhealthily stage red, and it's very neurotic within you. You might be very neurotically stage red, you might be very violent within your mind. And you know, it's one thing to be violent, you might, might have violent thoughts about somebody one one time, but you might like. If you're really in this problem, you might be like this constantly. But because you're suppressing stage red, you're unwilling to or unable to see this within yourself because your belief is in stage blue. Right? Um, you know, if you're stage green, you might be unwilling to say no because you don't want to offend people and so you might have unhealthy levels of state unhealthy shadow aspects of stage red that want you to say no and you know gets very uh frustrated or hateful or whatever it is if you if you don't do this you know like this person violated my boundaries. How dare they? And this, this kind of thing. But <coughs> because you're not doing anything about this, and you're not processing stage red, because you might say stage see stage red as bad or wrong or um whatever offensive, you will repress it. You will deny it. You will call it evil. Whatever it's right, depending on what stage you're at. Stage blue, stage green, stage purple. Um, this kind of thing, right? And so, the indirect, and sometimes these, these two can sort of exist simultaneously. They, they often do, to be honest with you, where you might have direct versions of stage red, but you also have indirect versions. Um, because the indirect versions are what makes the direct shadow aspects uh, exist in the first place. Um, not always. Maybe not even most of the time, but I would say a good number of times. You're probably going to have both of these, right? And so if you notice that you have a direct um, shadow aspect of stage red, or whatever stage it is, then you, prob you probably have an indirect that you're not aware of. Right? Um, so the indirect shadow aspect is that you may, you might be unwilling to see the fact that people are violent and they, that there are areas that are violent 
Um, you know, like one thing that's really interesting that stage people, stage green people try to do is they try to go to areas that are like more stage blue and red and purple, and they try to make it more stage green because they think stage green is everything and this kind of thing. And because they have the indirect shadow aspect of stage red, where they're unwilling to see that these people are not stage green and they're not going to be stage green and they're not willing to be a stage green. And they might even kill you for being stage green. Right? Denial, naivete, this kind of thing. Um, you might notice all the violence in the world, but you might be like, well, that's just because people are bad, you know, people are wrong and evil, and this kind of thing. Ignoring and unwilling to see why this is so, and, and values of stage red because of this, and things like this, right? Um, we're getting deep into the shadow aspects, there's a lot to go into, um, as far as that goes. And so a lot of this is very much based on the inner ex experience and workings of your mind, and the answer is, well, we'll get to the answer in, in the end of this, actually, because there's a lot to go into there, but, uh. This is probably going to be very long anyways. So, the... Next stage is stage blue. The over-reliance on stage blue. Ego stage. Ego-wise is very dogmatic, very... Because, because it's unwilling to see stage red within itself or the world. You're un it's, un it's unwilling to deal with it because it sees it as a problem. It doesn't realize what the value of stage red is, this kind of thing. Uh, of course, we can get into the problems of stage red. We can say stage red is a problem, but there are values in stage red. There are values in having stage red within yourself. That might be a deep episode that I might do in the future as well. I probably will do it in the future, but I don't know when, so I don't want to give you, like false hope and say, oh, this episode's happening because I don't really know what's happening, to be honest with you, but it's something that I do want to, uh, intend to do it might not happen, though, let's be honest anyways um but because it's denying and repressing stage red ignoring it you know, scoffing at it, you know, whatever it is, it's going to be very rigid and resistant to it. And of course other stages as well, stage orange, stage green, uh, stage purple. And so from that place reach creates that creates the absolutes and the black and whites. Like you are either with this religion or you're against it and you're blasphemous and you're heretic and this kind of thing, right? Um like how dare you be a Protestant, you know, we're Catholics in this family, you know, like, that might be the re response that you would get if you were telling them that you are now uh, converting to a different religion. And not even to say a different, like, faith altogether, like, you might be converting to Islam, like, I'm talking like, you could be so heavily stage blue that you could convert to a com the same religion, 
Christianity, you could be believing in Christ and everything, but you're now um, converted into a different form of that, which is maybe like Protestantism or whatever it is. And, and they might be angry at you for this. How dare you, you know, this is a Catholic family, like, you're wrong for doing this. You're going to hell, this kind of thing, right? Because stage blue is over-reliant upon itself because it's able and unwilling to see the value and points of stage red, the usefulness of it, because it sees it as wrong because God sees it as wrong, whatever it is. Um... The fanatical religious people, the uh, fundamentalists of the world, this kind of thing, right? And of course, you could have the less heavily reliant upon stage blue person who is stage blue, but he's stage blue in a less absolute and dogmatic sense, where it's like, Um, you know, it's very simple, like, don't do this because, you know, this is going to cause you this problem. Like, he might be stage blue in a very, like, helpful way, where he's helping you to, you to, uh, be more stage blue in a useful kind of way. Like, he's telling you to clean your room, like Jordan Peterson, in some ways, is a bit, a bit of this. He also has some unhealthy levels of stage blue, which we can get into <laughs> in different episodes, but, um... Like his healthy levels of stage blue would be like personal responsibility, like clean your room. You know, like if you're not able to do this kind of thing, like what are you as a person? Like helping you to see the values and usefulnesses of stage blue, right? Like a police officer who is not a police officer to be violent or to be bad or to be whatever it is people think police officers are doing. But he's doing it because he's help, he's helping this community. He's serving the community, um, and so he's doing things for the community, for the greater good of the community. Things like this, right? Um, like a fighter, fighter might be something similar, like a stage blue person who's not overly stage blue, but he's able to be stage blue in a sort of way that's like this is helping people, this is going to save people because this is my duty, and this is, you know, this kind of thing, right? The patriotic, the patriotic duty of Americans to be soldiers and this kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> right. Of course, as you can tell, I don't really have as many of these examples for stage red, but, or stage purple, but, um, uh, I'm sure they exist. I just don't know that that many examples because, you know, most people aren't really stage red or purple within our society except for, like, criminals and people who are really stuck in deeply problematic survival situations. So, the shadow aspects of stage blue uh, are a little bit different than the other stages. They're similar in process. They're, still, they're similar in same way, like direct versus indirect. Of course, you can choose better words than direct and indirect. I just chose as those on the fly because I didn't know better words at the time. But um, So, you could have a, a 
a philosophy, a self-improvement philosophy or whatever it is. It's like you should be looking out for yourself or it's about others and love and community and this kind of thing. And so you might have these direct shadow aspects of stage blue because of this that are like, no, this is wrong. Or it might be something in another sense where it's like you might have a direct uh, shadow aspect of stage blue where it's you might be like stage green or orange or whatever, but you have very dogmatic um, beliefs about certain things and there's a lot of emotions involved in that and those uh, beliefs and things like this and that can create a lot of this as well where now you're like how dare this exist and this shouldn't be and you know, blah 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 I've been, I've been there I've, I've seen that happen so I know what this is about um, you know like you could be in stage orange for instance and you could see the usefulnesses of stage orange. So people, if people are not stage orange and people are violating stage orange values and things like this, you could be very dogmatic in a very stage blue shadow aspect kind of way because it's an attempt for you to get back into the stage orange value system and this kind of thing, right? And so you see what I'm getting at. You see what I'm going for here. It's one of the reasons why I think people can actually be very stage green and that could be very healthy stage green, but have very, very dogmatic um, sides of them. It's not necessarily because the stage green is dogmatic. It's because of these unhealthy shadow aspects of stage blue ideologies within themselves. That they're not aware of a stage blue or that they're not aware of is causing them these problems. Um... And so it's like you're either for capitalism or you're not, or you're either against capitalism or you're not. Like, capitalism is bad. There's no argument about this, this kind of thing, right? Uh, you can go into it from a black and white thinking kind of mindset, from this sort of shadow aspect mindset. Um, and, of course, we can get into a lot of examples, like, Politics. I a lot of politics is like this nowadays. If you look at any channel, most channels, left or right, they're involved in doing this. Either shadow aspect or ego aspect. You know, ego aspect would be like the, the stage blue slash orange Republicans. Shadow aspect would be the stage green slash orange, or like even more like the pure stage green um, uh, lefties. Right, Democrats, whatever you want to call them. And so they argue with each other because they're very dogmatic, they're very black and white thinking. There's there's no nuance, there's no well, this is only true because of this and this is you know, this kind of thing, right? Those are those are seen as anathema to these people because they're they have these shadow aspects of stage blue, they're not aware of themselves. Because they haven't actually gone through stage blue properly, or they haven't gone through stage orange properly, or whatever it is. And so they have these deep-seated judgments against the other stage that they're judging. Like stage blue or orange, or stage green, whatever it is. (sighs) 
the indirect form of this is, of course, the judgment of Stage Blue itself. And this can be very black and white as well. Like, oh, you're, like if you know what Stage Blue is, or if you, you, you'll know the understanding of what Stage Blue is without necessarily understanding what Spiral Dynamics is and Spiral Dynamics Stage Blue is, you'd be like, oh, Stage Blue is wrong. It shouldn't exist because they're dogmatic in this way. How dare this be? This kind of thing. And, and so you might have this within yourself as you might have some stage blue within yourself a shadow aspect but you're unwilling to see it because you're very dogmatic against blue and you're very like unwilling to see the values of blue the usefulnesses of blue this kind of thing I think this is actually something that a lot of stage green people have fallen into a lot of stage orange people as well but they're uh, I would say a lot of stage orange people, but some stage orange people as well, but they're more aware of stage blue's usefulnesses. Um, when it comes to what I would call the... the indirect ego element of stage blue, or what you'd call the lighter stage of blue, um, where it's like you're, you're stage blue, but you're not dogmatically stage blue, and you're not like, oh, you must be stage blue, this kind of thing. Um, but like if you're stage green, you might demonize stage blue so much that you, you don't see the value in stage blue, and so you might be like disorderly, and you might have a lot of problems that you're unwilling to deal with because you're romanticizing the world around you from this stage green mindset, right? And so, <clears throat> stage blue actions like being fiscally conservative and paying your bills and cleaning your room and doing like remedial tasks and um, doing the practical, pragmatic stuff like a stage blue or orange person would do would be anathema to you from this very extremely unhealthy stage green level. Um, right, and so because of that, you're, 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 uh, you might be very stage green, but you're, <clears throat> you're also very naive about the world, how it works, and things like this. Same thing if you're doing this from the stage green perspective when it comes to stage red. Um, You might, you might be doing this as well when it comes to stage purple, but in a more idealistic perspective. Like, oh, stage purple looks so amazing and so awesome. We need to be more stage purple. Um, but not seeing the problems of stage purple. That could be another set of kind of shadow aspects as well we can get into in episodes. Um, but really what you're looking for is judgments against stage blue. Why, why do you have these judgments? What's causing this, right? Um, and usually what I find is when it comes to a lot of judgments, why, what I've come to understand about judgments in general, not all judgments, but most judgments is that you're not seeing the complete picture. If you're judging something, especially if there's an emotion attached to that judgment, you're not going to see the full picture that this judgment is talking about. Like, for instance, something happens. Let's say a friend does something. You judge the friend for doing this, but you don't see the complete picture of why your friend did this, what caused your friend to believe this, this was the right action, this kind of thing, right? And so you will judge them based on this. And so in this case, the same thing is true. A stage blue judgment 
ignores the usefulness of stage blue, ignores the helpfulness of stage blue, and this kind of thing. Um. How much time? Current recording eighty point six megabytes. Stop button. Shadow aspects. One hour twenty eight minutes at night. Stop button. Damn. Double tap to activate. This is getting very long, very quickly. Um, so I'm going to stop it right now, and we'll get into stage orange later. Stop button. So now we're continuing this series or this episode with stage orange ego development um and this is this is just very general guidelines honestly this is this could go we can go even further with this rather than it being indirect and direct we could say there's different forms of direct different forms of direct when it comes to shadow aspects and we could say there's different shades of lightness or darker within the stage itself like orange could be like a really dark orange or a really light orange just depends on how this orange is doing things and why as we've been talking about right so <clears throat> heavy orange or dark orange or whatever you want to call it um, it doesn't really matter what the phrases are as long as you know what they mean that's all that really matters, to be honest with you. Um, you could learn all the words in, in a particular book, but if you don't really know what those words mean, they're not really going to help you in, in any kind of meaningful way. But anyways, um, so if you're heavy orange and this kind of thing... You can end up in a situation like where the orange is very extreme. It's very selfish. Like me, myself, and I, and nobody else is kind of thing. Not only me, myself, and I, and nobody else, but me, my, my, myself, and I over other people. Um, not necessarily in a stage red violent way, but in a stage orange climate cor corporate lab ladder and corporate bad backstabbing and this kind of thing. Um, to, you know, basically, you know, when, you know, versus like, with the yellow, of course, it's, it's individualism, but net individualism over others, it's individualism for the self and for the understanding of things, which we'll get into in, eventually. Anyways, so, because it is more extreme in stage orange, uh, if it's more extreme in stage orange, the ego development, because it's over-relying on orange to compensate for the lack of blue or the lack of red or whatever it is, it might be very much given to manipulation for the things that it wants. Um, even more so, I think, than, than usual. Like, I think I could see, like, an example of somebody who's extremely stage orange. You know, like a narcissist could be very extremely stage orange. Um, but like in a very shadow aspect kind of way, a very dogmatic kind of way. Um, because it's not 
just about himself. It's all about himself. Maybe a stay or worst person can think about another person, but you know, as long as that doesn't interfere with different things, it's kind of stuff. But if if he's extreme stage worms, he might not even be able to do this. I like this two different forms of psychopaths. You know, a stage red psychopath might be a serial killer, but a stage orange psychopath might be a corporate leader, and he might be very harsh with his competition and this kind of thing. Very difficult to deal with. Um, he might be that kind of person where he'll look at you and he'll give you these kinds of like directions and definitions like like they're like he might make you think that you're like friends and you'll, you'll be shaking hands and then a couple of days later you realize that he completely just destroyed you by taking the uh <coughs> ground from beneath you in some way or your business and so you're <coughs> especially if you are his competition and this is extreme ego stage, right? Of course, less ego, less extreme ego stage, lighter orange. The <clears throat> person can still be very um, business savvy and can be very like stage orange in a typical way, but it's not extreme, it's not dogmatic, you know. It's like you have, if you have like, let's say you have like a, a, a problem with a leg, right? You probably try to walk on that leg as, as little as possible, and so you would be overusing that leg. That's usually how these shadow aspects work, and so if you're unwilling to or unable to access the stage below you, or at least not able to do this very well, you will be <coughs> heavily relying on this one leg. The other leg being uh, crippled in some way or whatever it is, right? And so, but if the stage orange is a little bit lighter because it is relying on another leg, and that leg is functioning properly. One can be a stage orange and be very healthy and be very good at motivating people to do uh, make the business go well and, and do things right and this kind of thing. Um, very success oriented, very self improvement oriented. I could see a lot of motivational speakers to be a very like light stage of orange like this. Um, Maybe a little bit darker if they're more manipulative with it for a purpose. You know, it's kind of thing, right? But, you know, the lighter stage of orange, this person can be inspirational to the group uh, for, the, for the sake of, you know, growing the business, growing whatever it is he's doing for himself as well, things like this. And so now we get into the Shadow aspects, the direct versus indirect. Um, so 
the direct orange is, you know, it's, it's similar to orange, but it's very extreme this way. But because you're unable to or unwilling to uh, access it or, or use it and or go through the stage of orange properly, you might have a lot of selfish needs, but you're unwilling to engage in those needs. And so you suppress them until eventually you might one day slip up in those needs. You might use those needs anyways, and you might get those needs met in some very unhealthy way, very manipulative way, whatever it is, right? Because that stage orange shadow aspect is still there, like we said. You know, by suppressing it, you're not getting rid of it. It's still there in you somewhere. Of course, we're talking about extreme stages here. This might not be as extreme, depending on how um, dark this shadow aspect stage orange is. Um, so, the person might be stage blue, and so they might see stage orange as wrong or bad or whatever. And so they would be like, in that case, the stage orange would be very repressed. It would be very hard to deal with in this way. Um, I think you could have stage red and stage orange together. I don't think that would be as, as much of a problem. So I don't know if that costs as much of a shadow aspect. It might, but... They'd probably be able to merge to themselves to such a degree to where it would probably work to a certain extent. Um, so I don't know if that would be a thing that would exist. It could exist, but probably not. Usually what I find is that the shadow aspects are... Not always, though. This is not always true. But the shadow aspects are uh, the opposite side, right? So if you're individualistic, your shadow sides might be more collectivistic. If you're collectivistic, your shadow element, elements are going to be more individualistic. But this might not actually always be true. Because you could have a bit of both of these, right? Because you're not pure orange or blue or yellow or whatever it is, right? And so you might have some yellow and some blue or whatever or some yellow and some turquoise um, and you might still have a few shadow aspects that are both individualistic and collectivistic because you are both individualistic and collectivistic at the same time if that makes sense right so the selfishness, the needs are unmet, you know, this kind of thing. You're, you're really stuck within the uh, needs themselves, within the shadow aspect. There's really not, like, a whole lot to say on this one because I think, to a certain extent, we, we can understand what this is going to be looking like. You know, you could have, you could, you, you could imagine a, a person named Kevin or whatever, and he's... <clears throat> Let's say he has stage blue parents, and so he has these 
stage clue necessities because um, we mimic the people around us. Uh, we we may we uh, we may mimic, mimic the people around us. We definitely do that as well, but we also um, respond to the people around us, especially if they are very demanding of us and like, oh, you must be this stage blue kind of way, right? And so let's let's imagine this Kevin person has this stage blue necessity because he's trying to keep himself from being yelled at by his parents and this kind of stuff, right? But he has stage orange needs. So what happens is these needs are unmet. And so they might be something that he's dealing with on a daily basis. Like he notices, like he sees somebody and he gets horny or whatever. It's like, oh no, this is wrong. And I shouldn't be feeling this way because I'm stage blue and, the stage blue is, is supposed to be good and this kind of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm the bad boy. I'm such a bad, evil boy. You know, whatever it is, right? Um, of course, this could, could be very extreme or maybe not as extreme, right? Um, and the more extreme forms, it would be very hard to really do things properly because you would have a lot of these needs that you aren't willing to deal with or satisfy properly, right? Um, the indirect forms, of course, of stage orange would be the, the judgments of stage orange. Like, oh, capitalism is bad, it shouldn't exist. Oh, look at how this person is as a stage orange person. Like, how dare they be this way? They should not be this way. This is wrong and this kind of thing, right? Um, you, know, you often find that like a lot of stage green people are, are like this when it comes to stage orange. Um, stage blue people as well, but I, I think stage blue people can at least kind of understand orange a little bit better, especially if they have a little bit of orange within their uh, spiral metrics themselves. And so they're able to understand the point and purpose of orange. But like a green person, stage green, especially a heavy stage green, which we'll get into in the future, in the next uh, <laughs> part of this episode, which is getting very, very long, by the way. Anyways, but um, this stage green person can have heavy judgments against orange. Even though he might have shadow aspects, the the direct forms of shadow aspects of stage orange as well that he's unaware of, and these direct forms are something that he himself might find offensive or whatever it is. You know, because stage orange can be very, very loud, right? It can be very loud. It can be very brash because it's trying to overcome the last stage which was stage blue and so it can be very loud and very like this because it's this the uh you know the stage blue person or the stage orange person is like rebelling against the stage blue nature basically so 
stage grand ego aspects. Here we go. So I think you kind of get the picture of what you're supposed to be looking at here. Um, so I'm going to be kind of brushing over these a little bit because I think we've repeated enough about what the direct forms of the shadow aspects are, the indirect forms of what the shadow aspects are. And of course, we talk about the lighter and darker shades of the different uh, spiral that you're in, whatever, whether that be orange or green or blue, whatever it is, right? Of course, when I'm using the words lighter or darker, I'm not referring to positive or negative. I'm, I'm referring to how strong is your stage? Are you heavily reliant upon the stage that you are in? Or is it a means to a greater end kind of thing? Um, that's what I mean by lighter or darker. The lighter forms of the stage is... It's still in use, but it's not an absolute, it's not an absolute dogma, you know, this kind of thing. And so that brings us, to stage green, of course the heavier aspects of stage green would be unwillingness to see capitalism as useful, useful like they may be communism be communist because they think communism is the answer this kind of thing right they could have a lot of shadow aspects about the other stages especially like stage red and blue and and to a lot of and to a certain extent as well purple um You could almost make the statement, I don't know if this is actually true, but you could almost make the statement that, like, the only stage that Spiral Dynamics, the, the only stage that understands the stage below it, or the only, the only stage, uh, so if you're in Tier 1, and for instance, like, your stage screen, the only stage that you moderately understand as the stage below you. I don't think this is absolutely true, but I think there is some truth to it. You know, stage green can pro point out the excesses and problems with orange. It doesn't necessarily see why orange is useful, but it can point out those problems. It can see that grain of truth. But it might not be able to do the same for blue as much as it would be for orange. I mean, it, can, it still can and does. But, I mean, of course, it's... That was just an insight, then it's probably not true anyways, the more I'm thinking about it. But anyways, so, you can imagine a darker stage green person being very dogmatic, very, like, cancel culture, like, you offended me, you know, like, no, there's no truth, objective truth, there's only my truth, and my truth is against yours, and this kind of thing. Um, I 
The stage green person is stage green person is just like you know this heavy stage green person is attempting to uh, re of course like I said is attempting to deal with the loss of the other stage because it's unwilling to use stage orange or stage blue to a large extent things like this right So, you know, like a stage green, extreme stage green, because this can be very politically correct. It's really interesting, you know, the woke ideology that we're, we've been seeing. <clears throat> In a lot of ways, I think there's a lot of heavy stage blue going on there, because not in the religious sense, but in the absolute dogmatic sense and so there's a lot of shadow aspects of blue that's not being seen by these people um it's kind of interesting to understand that but the person within this stage is highly this very very heavy reliant upon stage could be Unable or unwilling to see the problems with what they're doing, they might believe like that. You know, there's this mindset with these people where it's like some of them go to the, such extremes to where. Like the criminals become the victims. Like if you're doing something, if you're shoplifting, you're you must be doing it because you're poor. They don't necessarily consider that they're doing it because they're not necessarily poor, but because they're organized and because they're trying to get hundreds of thousands of dollars or more of merchandise to sell. And it's not about poverty. It's not about money. They can't consider that because it goes against their victim narrative of these people. And so, because of that, they've let the crime wave, they've created the crime wave. And that's the theory of the channel actual justice warrior. It makes perfect sense if you think about it, honestly, because if you don't understand how stage red works, which they don't, they don't, you know, if they're if they have an indirect shadow aspect of stage red, they don't want to see that stage red exists or is what it is. They just think that they're victims. Um, and so, like, you could either have a judgment of stage, of stage, and that'd be an indirect aspect of, shadow aspect of the stage. Or you could have the blind spot when it comes to that particular stage. Right, like for instance, you know, I could have a judgment of stage red saying like, oh, stage red is they're bad and evil because these people are doing these bad things, right? And, and you can go into examples, and you can go into reasons, or I could have a very deep 
blind spot when it comes to this stage where, where I'm not willing to see like oh people are just people don't want to rob and do these things they're doing it because they, they're trying to survive they're trying to get money to feed their families things like this but they don't necessarily want to see that you know, people in stage red are not like this necessarily they are actually doing it not just to not to feed their families but to get hundreds of thousands of dollars if not millions of dollars or more of merchandise to sell to unsuspecting people and this kind of thing that's an alien concept to them because they're unwilling to see criminals as what they actually could be it's possible that they're right about some of these criminals perhaps some of them are doing this to feed their families but that is not an excuse you know that's not a good reason to do this kind of thing right would I sympathize with them sure but that's not a good reason to, to steal or to rob or whatever it is right Um, but even if that is the case, that would be one thing, and I'm sure there are cases like this, but most of the cases are repeat offenders, people who do this stuff over and over again because they're trying, they're because, because they're part of an organized system of crime. Um, you know, this is something that actual justice warrior talks about in, in his episodes. It's really interesting to uh, understand this and get this new perspective um, about this understandings. And so, yeah, you could have the indirect shadow aspect as a blind spot as well, which I neglected to mention with these other stages. Um, so we'll get to that later on, but, um, <clears throat> because they're so stuck within this stage grain, what, the, what looks like reality to them, they don't see the problems with stage grain, they don't see the excesses of it, the blind spots of it, um, because they're so heavily reliant upon it for their personal, you know, survival, this kind of thing. Let's see. So, because of that, they, they don't see where this could be leading. You know, a lot of this is, you know, like, like I said, a lot of, a lot of this woke ideology this is like what you would call wokeism or social justice warriors or whatever you want to call them are actually like you might think that they're like stage green but there's a lot of like stage blue that's unacknowledged I think even by them they're not aware of they're not aware of their own blind spots when it comes to this kind of stuff it's really interesting to kind of look at this and you can see the dogmas you can see the ideologies of these people and how they act um, even with their own 
their own if they're if they go against the message they can be destroyed in like a second like even if they're not like anti-progressive they're still very progressive but they go against their own um and a slight way a slight deviation and they become the enemy to the other people so they have like a very tribal maybe a tribal stage purple maybe stage purple is closer um in this way So, the lighter stages of stage is where I think a lot of this comes into usefulness. Um, because <clears throat> you can get this impression when you see the woke ideologies of what looks like stage green. You can get this impression that stage green just doesn't seem to work. But, you know, the, the problems there have very have some somewhat to do with stage green. We have more to do with the over-reliance upon stage green for answers and, and solutions. But if you're in, like, a lighter stage green, you can actually be able to... You know, you could be a, a person who looks for good vibes and tries to be that person who gives off the good vibes and this kind of stuff. Maybe it's very spiritual, um, but it's not like super dogmatic. Maybe their group, their in-group is very similar in a stage green kind of way, but they're not absolutely going to be stuck upon this, right? They may have some dogmas, but it's not extreme. Um, this kind of thing, right? So, you can imagine that another kid named Kevin, just because Kevin is, I don't know why I'm choosing Kevin again, but anyways, imagine, you can imagine that Kevin is in stage green, right? And he, he, he notices and listens to all these people. Because he's in, a, in this lighter stage of green, right, where it's all spiritual, it's all, like, good vibes and positive attitudes and mindsets and this kind of stuff. Um, which we'll get into deeper in this episode a little bit. But anyways, he listens to this content because it is somewhat vibing with stage green, but it's taking it to the extremes and this kind of thing. And... He becomes very dogmatic himself. He becomes very tribal and this kind of thing, right? And one day he notices this. And one day he notices what's happening. And he goes, what am I doing here? This is this is not helping for me. This is not good for me. This is not good for the world around me. Like, I'm not spreading the good vibes anymore. I'm not helping the planet in this way. And so he... Because of that, notices what's happening and tries to become lighter green. He becomes more, you know, maybe new age. You could say new age is a very stage green. In this lighter stage of green, I suppose. Maybe some of them are a little bit more dogmatic by this, but, you know, not extremely so. Um, the...
the stage green people in this lighter shade could be a lot more a loving, you know, because there's not as many shadow aspects. There might be some. I'm sure there's a lot, uh, still a few. They might still have a lot of blind spots when it comes to stage red and and other stages. But like, it's not as extreme. It's not as It's not as uh, destructive as it would be for the other the uh, the, the darker or more heavily reliant upon stage green, uh, stage purple slash green. <laughs> it is like a purple slash green thing, really. Or maybe like purple slash shadow aspect, blue slash green kind of thing going on. Anyways, but they notice that, you know, but they, uh, you know, they may still have those blind spots, but it's not as noticeable to the stage green person it's not as it doesn't really matter as much to be honest with you it matters but it's it's gonna be one of those things where like at this level they can be very useful very kind and stuff like this are they still dogmatic they can be they can be and, and it can be a very deep problem that can lead them to this heavier level but Oftentimes, I find that they're not as dogmatic in this in this lighter stage, right? Um, because they're out to grow themselves, understand themselves, um, be more loving and kind, and this kind of stuff, and useful to like the community as well, uh, right? This is kind of what you could call the pinnacle of stage green is the ultimate levels of tier one before we start getting into tier two <gasps> and of course I will probably do an episode in the future on the usefulnesses of each stage and why each stage happens and this kind of thing, but it's really something that you have to that I have to like work on and and stuff like this. But so let's go into the shadow aspect of what shade stage green would be like. Uh, um. <coughs> um. So the direct shadow aspect could be something to where like you take another kid named Kevin because let's not change it, the name since we've already done a couple of these, a couple of these, and he has got this these this parent, his dad, right? He's like, don't be this way. Like a man is. A person who is this way, he doesn't cry, he doesn't spill his emotions, this kind of stuff, right? Um, which could be like, you could say that's like a red-blue thing. And showing those things are a, a weakness. You, you, you need to be strong, you know. But he has, let's say he has some of this stage cream mindset in him and he is this kind of way right well 
he could do one or two things from that place, right? He can rebel against this, and he could submit to his stage green uses, uses and uses and needs and this kind of stuff. Or he could suppress them, and that be that makes them shadow aspect, and so they become unsatisfied needs in this way, right? They become these things now that where you might want love, but you can't get it because you're unwilling to submit yourself to these things because this is what being a man is like, right? Um, this is what you could call the shadow, the indirect shadow aspect of stage green. I mean, there, there could, could be many different examples of indirect shadow aspect of shade, stage green um, that we could get into as far as that goes, right? You might be in a situation where it is very deeply survival for you, like maybe your stage purple or red or whatever because you're in such a deep survival need and stay right well the let's say you have this need to this need slash want to be like really open more open than you are and able to be like a stage green person right but because you're not able to be that way in survival mindsets and stages you're or at least as maybe even the way that you feel maybe it's not true in absolute reality but it's true in your mind you don't give it you don't give into those urges and you don't turn stage green instead you're um going against it and saying no this is not good to be doing this you know, like it, it sounds like a, a wonderful thing, but it's not just practical in reality, this kind of thing, right? You might even have direct, indirect judgments about this. Like, oh, this this means I'm weak and stage green is weak and this kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's the deep levels of this, right? So the indirect levels of uh, indirect shadow aspect of stage green, of course, is the judgment of stage green, right? Oh, this is not a good stage. You know, there's all these hippies running around. They think that the, wor the world could be saved, should be saved in this particular way. And so dumb is something. I'll typically see like a stage blue person being the one to judge a stage green person. But maybe, probably sage orange as well, for different reasons, but. Um, of course, you could have a blind spot to stage green. You could be making policies that go against stage green's well-being and, and wants and needs and stuff and so they they would protest in the streets and this kind of stuff right um so now we go into stage 
yellow. And you might be wondering, well, like, if if stage yellow is tier two and it's beyond a lot of these fears and stuff, do, do would stage yellow have shadow aspects of other stages or itself? This kind of thing, right? And the answer is that um, ideally, like, when you're if you're going to from tier one to tier two, you would be fully tier two and this kind of thing. But it's not always practical it's not always possible like usually what i've noticed with a lot of this when it comes to going from tier one to tier two is like you take like one step forward and then maybe you take like four steps backward depending on your survival level and eventually you might take eventually get to a level where you you take one step forward and then you take two steps backward and eventually you might take one step forward and then take no steps backward eventually um, it's just kind of more of a process that, because nobody teaches you how to be tier two, right? And so because of that, you could have some shadow aspects of other stages, like stage blue or stage orange, depending on your past shadow aspects that you haven't really gone through in your journey and you haven't really become aware of as they're happening with any of this kind of thing. <clears throat> Um, you know, this is very much going to be something that's going to be very much dependent upon you and your life, like where you were, what you were doing, this kind of thing. Uh. So you probably, if you are in some ways stage yellow, you might have some tier one shadow aspects, or you might have some shadow aspects of stage yellow as well. Some judgments of stage yellow that you're not aware of, or some blind spots about stage yellow, things like this. It would be less so than it would be for other tier one stages, but it would still be things that are happening. Um... If you're kind of within your infancy when it comes to tier two, you might have more of this. But the, the deeper into tier two you get, you're going to have much, much, much less of this, if not any of this at all. Um, so, when it comes to shadow aspects of, of, when it, of, of other stages, which stage yellow it's probably not going to be a blind spot of the stage it may be but that's like like i said when you're in the infancy of tier one or tier two um when you're in the infancy of tier two you might have some of these blind spots at first because you're you're, you're not real sure about things and this kind of thing but but assuming that you are deeper into tier two you're not going to have as many of these blind spots, if any at all. You might have some blind spots about stage yellow, though. Um, I think this is actually something that I see people having having without realizing what's happening. Um, of course, this is too for true for tier one people as well. Um,
So, would you be heavily relying upon Stage Yellow as a tier 2 person? Um, and the answer is, like I said, in the beginning, you probably would a little bit more be a little bit more reliant upon stage yellow, especially if you notice the problems of all these other stages, like stage orange and green, things, things like this. And so you would be a little bit more reliant upon stage yellow. It wouldn't be as extreme as the other tier one stages, because survival is not at stake as much, right? But you could still be a lot, a very heavily reliant upon stage yellow, but it would be very subtle. The differences between the heavily reliant upon stage yellow person and the not as heavily reliant upon stage yellow person. Um, as a matter of fact, it would be so subtle that you might not even notice anything really in the outside world when it comes to this person. Unless you know this person very well, this kind of thing, right? Um... You know, one thing that I've noticed is, and I don't know if this is because of being heavily reliant upon stage yellow at one point or not, I don't really know, but there was a deep need slash fascination with knowledge <clears throat> to such an extent to where not knowledge was the whole part of the game, and rather than just like one part of the game. And so, like, you could be so deeply within this because of the over-reliance upon it to, to a certain extent, not for, not for survival reasons, but for other reasons that you might be in a similar situation. Um, it's doubtful that this is actually going to happen for most people, though, in their answering yellow because they're coming from a different point of uh, understanding things. Um, usually, where I was coming from very much an understanding of something dogma related and so i was trying to kind of overcome a lot of this at the time and so i had to like literally for like years almost avoid dealing with or not dealing with these dogmas, but avoid actually like doing anything with the knowledge that i was gaining and stuff like this because of the nature of the diamond that I was no noticing in this kind of stuff, in this kind of stuff, right? And so, you could be very yellow, but be very uh, fascinated with knowledge to such a degree to where you could lose, lose focus of the, um, the things around you. Like, you could have this grand vision of the world that you could subscribe to as a sage yellow person. Like, oh, we could do this and this and this. And that would do this and this and this. And that would help the world in some way. Right? Whatever that is, right? But you would... It would be like having castles in the air. You wouldn't necessarily do anything about this. Because you're more heavily reliant upon... Trying to... See that vision. And, and trying to make sense of it. And this kind of thing. Um, and that could be where you are. As a tier 2 person. Um, but like I said, this is, this is, this is a lot more subtle 
Tier 2 shadow aspects are a lot more subtle, subtle I think, than Tier 1 ones are. The Tier 1 ones, Tier 1 uh, shadow aspects are so, and, and ego aspects are so, can be so powerful that like, you could almost know automatically if you're, if you, if you learn to, um, strengthen your awareness and this kind of thing. Of course, most people's awareness is not very strong, but that's another episode. Um, so yeah, you could be deeply stuck with the knowledge, but, but not able to, or willing to even necessarily, um, make that practical or useful or even able to or willing to uh, what's the word I use not able to or willing to do anything about that knowledge and that understanding because of the nature of stage yellow that you're in because you're like in the infancy it's like if you were to grow up based on a certain kind of metric, which is survival, which is doing things, which is based on like particular behaviors and this kind of thing. And then you realize that it's not necessarily about this as much, if at all, depending on your deeper, depending on your level, this kind of thing. And it's more about being. It's less about fear and this kind of stuff. That's honestly so freeing that like you could become very addicted to it very quickly because it's so uh, nice and and fluffy and useful. This kind of thing. Um, I've seen problems with this when it comes to stage yellow. I've seen problems with this when it comes to stage turquoise um, because people are not balanced within the stages themselves. I was in that state for a while because it is so amazing and so beautiful that like you could literally just like sit there and just look and that's all you would need to really do. You don't need to do anything. All It's all about being something. Um, and so that could create these castles in the air and this kind of thing. Of course, the lighter aspect of stage yellow, the le less heavily reliant upon stage yellow, could be actually deeper. But um, you know, a lot of this I find is you could be going deeply into the stage yellow, and in this darker, and this more heavily reliant upon uh, level. Um, when, when I say more heavily reliant upon. And when it comes to tier two, I don't mean more heavily reliant upon it in a fear-based way. Like, oh, I need this stage because I haven't, I don't have the ground below me anymore. Like, I don't have the ground to support me. It's more heavily reliant upon not because of fear, but because like of, like I said, this grand beauty of this this vision, this kind of thing that you don't really, to such an extent to where you don't really need to do anything about it necessarily. Um but just to see it and just to understand it and this kind of thing. Um, but eventually you get to a point where you realize that that's not necessarily going to help you. You know, part of that element, I think, you know, the thing about a lot of this that you have to understand when it comes to the spiral is that 
if you almost kind of take the stand of like this is not anybody's fault this is not a this is not a, anybody's blame blame game kind of thing this is how the program works you start to understand more about how spirodynamics works within people um and, and we, we can get into deep examples of this actually um But the now, like a, a, an example that I was talking with some friends about, we didn't. I didn't actually bring this up to them because I wasn't actually aware of it at the time. I was aware of it a little bit, but I wasn't able to put it into words. But this thing that people do, where they complain and they go into drama and this kind of stuff, is very like you could say it's very like red or orange, right? But because they're doing this because they're complaining people think oh this is a problem this is bad this is wrong this kind of thing right nothing wrong with that statement it's not absolutely incorrect whatever that is but the thing that they're not seeing the thing that's not being seen is that they're doing this from their automatic programming they're not even aware of what's going on in some ways they're they're aware in like a partial way like i notice this emotion, and then I start complaining. And once you start complaining, you become less and less aware of what you're doing in a lot of ways because the automatic programming of survival within this stage is running. Uh, if you think about it in that state, since you realize it's not about blame or fault, it's about the programming and how it works. Anyways, it's a tape episode for <laughs> in the future. Um, you know, that's one thing that's very, you know, different from tier one to tier two is that you realize it's not, it's not about fault or blame. It's not somebody's fault. It's, some, it's not about somebody here to blame. You realize it's, it's a systematic thing. It's, it's about how this is happening and why, because nothing is happening in a vacuum. Um, you know, like if I'm doing something, it's not because of me completely. It's, it might be partially, but it also might be because of how I was raised to do things, what I was raised not to do, but I decided to do anyways because of rebellion, this kind of thing, right? Um, and once you start to understand that, you realize it's much more about the culture and the system of, of how things are in reality and this kind of thing. Anyways, so the lighter elements, the less heavily reliant upon yellow person, can actually be still a lot more deeply involved in yellow, believe it or not. But they're not deeply involved in yellow just to be deeply involved in yellow. They're doing things with their yellow understandings. They're doing some things with their... Uh, with the understanding of being able to be something unusual and new within their understandings, you know, this kind of thing. They're the innovators of the world. They're, they're the visionaries of the world. You know, not, all, not only are they able to, you know, come up with new ideas, they're able to, uh, embody those new ideas and, 
show people how to do them and this kind of thing. And it's kind of like taking, it's kind of like if you were to look at somebody's work, right? You might notice that there's a lot of detail, there's a lot of theory, there's a lot of complexities and nuances in their work. But it's so complicated and there's not a whole lot of practical um, understandings and there's not a whole lot of like examples in this kind of thing involved in what they're telling you that you're not really going to you're not really making sense of what they're saying that's a person that is more reliant upon uh, more within the uh what i would call the infancy stages of stage yellow they're not in the deeper levels of stage yellow or if they are it's still apparent that they're not quite within the deepest levels of stage yellow where you're able to incorporate more and more and more of different stages without getting stuck in those stages this kind of thing right but then take somebody else where they might have the same thing where they have a lot of complexities and nuances and and theories and this kind of thing but they give you examples they give you ways of working with this information this kind of thing that's kind of the basic you know difference between these two people is that the person who is less it's not even it's not even really about being heavily reliant upon in the same way as it would be for the tier one stages um to me i think it's more about like being in your infancy of stage yellow versus being in the depths of it being in, able to be stage yellow but also be um, able to use more of the other stages at the same time, this kind of thing, right? So whereas the first person who is who has all these castles, but they're in the air, they're not. There's nothing being done with them. They're they're not of the world, and they're not in the world at all. And, and it's kind of wait, right? But the second one is not in of the world, but is in it doing things in it and making things work in, in this world, right? Whatever that is, right? If that makes sense. Um, of course, you could have indirect shadow aspects or, or direct shadow aspects of Steve Yellow. I don't think this is actually as common to me because, like... You're not really going to, because stage yellow is not as is not about survival, uh, and and shadow aspects have a lot more to do with survival, and a fear of the stage itself than anything else. And so, if a person is going to be stage yellow within their spiral, they're they're going to be stage yellow within their spiral, even if it's a very small amount. They're not going to necessarily necessarily have that within a shadow aspect of themselves. They may, but it's. I think that would be very unlikely, because of the very nature of tier two and of stage yellow. Um, they might be. Like, it might be one of those cases where. Like you're. Grow, you, you're growing up in a family or whatever 
and you're you're doing something very sort of menial like you're farming or you're doing something like this but you might have some like stage yellow aspirations or desires or whatever and in that sense you could have that you could say that's a shadow aspect but it's I don't know if, I don't know if I would say that it would be a shadow aspect for for stage yellow because stage yellow is not a survival stage um, and so if you ha have stage yellow it's not going to be a shadow aspect um, it's going to be there as your ego develops it's not going to be a shadow aspect you might not be as aware of it because the indirect shadow aspects of stage yellow that have more to do with other stages like stage blue orange or whatever it is right but That has more, like I said, to do with the other stages rather than stage yellow itself. Of course, that's true for all the indirect shadow aspects of each of the stages. Like the indirect shadow aspects of stage purple have more to do with stage red, blue, orange, green, whatever it is, right? Same thing with red. The indirect shadow aspect of red has more to do with the survival needs of purple, blue, orange, green, whatever it is, right? So on and so forth for tier one. But for tier two, this is reversed and all those shadow, these, those indirect shadow aspects, or you could just call them shadow aspects of stage yellow have more to do with the judgments of the tier one stage. And so they're not shadow aspects of sage yellow so much as they're shadow aspects of or judgments of stage yellow from the tier that they're this the stage that they're in this kind of thing um but i'm calling them shadow aspects of stage yellow because it helps you to see the judgments of stage yellow that you might have this kind of thing so you might have judgments of stage yellow that are very, like, oh, he's too much in his head, you know, like, like he, he needs to get out of his ivory tower, things like this. Like there, there might be a lot of these judgments, and I didn't really think of, I didn't go too deep in, deeply into the judgments of the different stages that the different stages might have because. Honestly, it's going to be very much dependent on, upon where you are within the spiral itself. And so it could be very different depending on where you are. Um, the indirect shadow aspect of stage yellow as well is the blind spot of state that people have about stage yellow. The, that stage yellow is... They think a stage yellow is this when it's actually that. And so like a stage orange person might think they're stage, they're stage yellow if they understand what stage yellow is. Um, when they're not actually stage yellow. You know, this kind of thing. So. A stage turquoise. has similar problems. But, you know, the thing about turquoise is that because it's so uncommon, you're not really going to be able to 
see it within people. Um, maybe maybe some of the shadow aspects, but not all of turquoise, to be honest with you, because of this nature of turquoise that very few people are actually engaged in turquoise in the first place. But nevertheless, I'm going to go into several examples of ego aspects of turquoise and shadow aspects of turquoise. With you here, so that we kind of know what's happening here, what we're talking about, and this kind of stuff. So, starting off, right, the the infancies and blind spots of turquoise, the ego aspect, what would normally be with tier one, they happily replied upon the particular stage, which in tier two you wouldn't call it that necessarily. I think you could use the phrase, but it would be not so much relied upon, but so much it would be more like heavily seen and felt kind of thing, right? But within this stage turquoise, there's a lot of <clears throat> collectivity that's happening, right? And because it is a lot more spiritual, it's a lot of able, it's able to be more intuitive and things like this. It can get to a very sort of like mindset where one size fits all kind of thing. Um, I've seen this with a lot of turquoise people. Actually, it's it's really kind of dangerous. It's kind of seductive. I've seen this in the way that they go about doing their episodes and their teachings. It's it's kind of this thing where hold on a second. Uh, it's kind of this thing where like what they'll do is it'll be like because they are so aware, spiritually aware and all this kind of stuff, they will give you this like one way kind of thing and like everything becomes universal based on this one way right like here's the one technique for enlightenment here's the one technique for this and that and this and the other thing whatever it is right um i can tell you now that it's easy for them to lose sight of the fact that not everybody is going to be able to see what they see because they are coming from such a deeply universal mindset. Um, which is where a lot of that gets into a lot of problems for them. And they become, they can easily become very dogmatic. And if, you're, if you're not careful, slide back into a stage where dogmatism and this kind of stuff. Um, and of course, you can have the lighter shade of turquoise where 
this is not as much of a problem. They're more aware of this. They're more able to be free with their information. And it's not necessarily like this is the one way. This is the one universal way. This is just, just a way. Maybe what, maybe a really good way, but it's a way, right? It's not the way, right? Um, same thing with any kind of principles they have. You know, like that you might have a principle within the darker turquoise that is something like, this is the way to enlightenment. The one way, right? But and the lighter shade, it's, well, it is a way, it is one of the good ways, but it's one of many ways, right? Um, and this is very subtle because it's not absolute dogmatism at the darker stage of turquoise or the heavier stage of turquoise, what do you want to call it? Because it's com it's not... It's not dogmatism as, a, as in, like, you better be this enlightened person, how dare you not, kind of thing. It's more like they get so seduced, I think, by the universal they did, that they don't see that their version of the universal is just one aspect of many different aspects of what you could call the universal. And they can start, they can see that more of that in the lighter stage of turquoise. You know, the dark, the, the heavier stage of turquoise is, can have blind spots when it comes to its own teachings and its own understandings because it's, it does look so universal from where they're standing, this kind of thing. Um, I've seen examples of this. <laughs> and some, some of this might be because there's some slight shadings of like green or purple or whatever but some of it also has to do with turquoise itself so the the direct the indirect shadow aspect the direct or indirect shadow aspect of turquoise is you know one thing that green will do is it'll idolize turquoise and green might try to be like turquoise as much as possible in this kind of thing even though they're not turquoise they're green and so that keeps them in this perpetual state of being blindsided by turquoise it doesn't understand it it only partially thinks it does it only thinks it does but it only partially does right and so it can be blinded by it and that's one of the shadow aspects your orange and yellow can kind of be blinded by well not really blinded yellow might not necessarily be blinded by it but orange would definitely could be because it doesn't see the spiritual and things it sees materialism the stage orange could be very much a materialism uh the stage that creates materialism the ideas of materialism that we are a physical brain nothing more this kind of thing uh and stage turquoise is it going to be like well we're more than the brain we're more than the mind this kind of thing and stage orange is going to be like oh that's stupid and of course they'll have judgments and this kind of stuff right stage blue same thing 
for different reasons. Well, you're not praying to my God, so you're not enlightened. You're not a good person. Just like this kind of thing, right? Your red could use turquoises teaching and even blue could do this to a certain extent if they have a lot of red and a lot of manipulative a lot of manipulative tendencies but they could use the teachings of turquoise to create their own cult and create their own problems uh, you know there was a documentary on netflix it was called wild wild country it was talking about a guru called osho who had very turquoise mindsets right and but because of you know group dynamics, the people in the group aren't turquoise themselves. They idolize the turquoise because it looks amazing or whatever it is. But because they're not turquoise, they can easily get stuck in cults and this kind of thing. And so the the person there was several incidents caused because of this very fact. You know, because of the blue or red or whatever it might be. Um, and turquoise could somewhat be blindsided by this because they're unaware in some ways, like in this infancy level, that this could happen, right? So those are the stages. Those are the shadow aspects. What I'm going to go into now in the next part of this is how do you change how do you uh, how do you know how do you know what shadow aspect you have why what does that look like things like this so I'll talk to the next segment so the first step like all steps like all that you do in life really is about becoming aware of what's happening. Um, you know, like you can ask questions or you can look for your emotions or your judgments of a stage or whatever it is, right? Like what... Do I feel about this stage? Why? What's going on there? This kind of thing, right? Becoming aware of your judgments of the stage or your an aspect of the stage that you're not willing to acknowledge to yourself. This kind of thing, right? And uh, honestly, it's one of those things where you're probably, you might not know immediately what all your shadow aspects are going to be. <clears throat> especially if you are in tier one, tier two. This isn't going to be as much of a problem. But tier one, because 
of how it works in tier one, you you could definitely have shadow aspects of most of the stages, and you and you're not re- recognizing them. You're not willing to see those things. Um, <clears throat> which stage? Are you not willing to see the good side of, right? Things like this. What complaints do you have about the stage? What judgments? Um, right? Those, that's, uh, that's what I'd call the absolute necessity first step. Becoming aware of those things. And eventually, over time, I've just simply noticing them and just simply looking at what's happening without judging, without needing to, without trying to change anything. You'll start to notice certain things because really what it's about is going through. Because the reason why these aspects exist within you is because you haven't gone through the stage properly you've done so partially or whatever it is right um which is why you're more reliant upon whatever stage that you're in right now like stage green or yellow or orange or whatever it is right This is especially probably going to be true for those in stages blue or or above or or below um, to a certain extent. Um, But also blue and above. The blue and above, the difference I think between this is that blue and below, below blue that is. Uh, red and purple. Those shadow aspects might be a bit more obvious to others if you ask them what's going on, things like this. But for blue and above, it's not going to be that simple. Um, and probably red and purple is not really going to be able to do much about their shadow aspects as it is because they are a lot more uh, survival based. I mean, they could, but it's not as simple. But like a stage purple person who has kind of gone through some of these could be like what you could call like a shaman. It's like somebody who is still stage purple, but is not dogmatically so and this kind of thing, right? Um, so, becoming aware of these judgments, just noticing them as they happen, is probably one of the most 
fundamental steps to this, honestly, because the judgments themselves are going to be what help you to understand the, or not the judgment, sorry, but the uh, action of the Sarah aspect itself is going to help you understand what's going on. The blind spot towards the certain stage, like stage red, blind spots, first stage green people, is going to help you to understand more of reality, understand more of yourself, perhaps even you might have more stage red than you realize. (laughs) Things like this. And you might have blind spots in other stages as well. Stage blue, stage orange. And perhaps blind spots about your own stage. Stage green. If you're stage green, right? If for, uh, uh, for stage orange, it might be a little bit different. You might have blind spots about stage green or blue or whatever. You just have to become aware of what those blind spots might be, how they manifest themselves. And that takes time to look. This is going to take you years to figure out. Working through it, finding these judgments, noticing them, right? And... Eventually, over time, of just noticing them as they happen and when they happen, rather than doing anything about them, uh, you will start to develop new perspective, right? You're basically purifying yourself with pure awareness. I mean, there's other things you could do as well. You could spend your time looking at the stage itself and and trying to see what goes against the judgment that you have about it let's see like for instance if you have a judgment about stage blue you could find out more about stage blue and realize that there are people who are stage blue who are not dogmatic as much when it comes to this and stuff like this you could do that as well that might help you to go through the process quicker it also might help you to it also might cause you to suffer more, obviously, but it might be a little bit easier in some ways to do it this way because it takes less time. But it's a very resistant-based process. Um, And honestly, what's going to end up happening, what's going to happen at first is you're going to give in to your emotions because you haven't learned how to control those emotions. You're going to lose your uh, sense of neutrality if you have any at all when you're doing this because... You haven't learned how to 
be neutral when it comes to this particular shadow aspect or whatever it is, right? You might think that you're actually not that much of an emotional person until you start doing this. Because, you know, the reason why you think that is because you haven't looked at these shadow aspects to see what's actually happening. This kind of thing. Um, so you're becoming aware, you're noticing what's happening, you're noticing why it's happening, this kind of thing. Um, and of course, like I said, you can also try to look at other perspectives about this particular stage. Um, you have to, we have to kind of be careful about doing this. Because if you're not careful, you can end up doing this thing where, <clears throat> I mean, this is part of the process as well. So it's not a problem if, you, if this ends up happening, but you can end up doing this thing where you end up judging the stage more um, when you're looking at this perspective, different perspectives, perspectives about this particular stage. And I'll be doing episodes on this. Honestly, because this is part of the process. Um, you know, don't try to resist this process. You know, you could, you could do that. You could try to like control the emotions and stuff, but it's, it's not about controlling. It's not about trying to stop it or change it, because you're not going to be able to do this honestly for probably a year or two or more. This is a lifelong process. Like when I when I started to know notice a lot of this, it and started to work with a lot of this information. It took I would say it took me ten years to do. Maybe a little bit less for certain things. Um, for the first like five years, I was kind of unaware of what I was doing, and then for the for like two years, year six and year seven, I wasn't really doing this as much, <clears throat> and then year eight and nine, it was probably closer to like twelve years. Actually, so year eight and nine, I was, I got stuck in more dogma. And then year 10 to 12, I was getting rid of all of this. And probably, I would say, a lot of this has really didn't start to become less of a problem until the late last year, early this year. Maybe it was closer to 11, to be honest with you, but um, it's going to take a while. It's going to take you years to do this. So why do this, you might be asking. This is going to be taking me too long to do. Like, I, I'm impatient to get it over with. Why do this? Right? There's a couple answers here for you. 
And this may not take you as long. It just it took me this long because I wasn't really aware of what I was doing when I started this process. Number one. Number two, I was um, involved in other elements of this as well. And so it, it took longer than it really needed to take. But why do this, right? There's a couple of reasons that will kind of keep you going with this path, right? One of them is that you'll reach this point where you won't really need, you won't really suffer anymore. There's no pain as much as anymore. You know, the reason why there's a lot of suffering, the reason why there's a lot of pain in your life is because of these shadow aspects. You have a lot of these judgments about things. And, and not just the things concerning spiral dynamics, but things concerning life. Like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. This is bad, and this is bad. Um, like, I don't have enough money, this is annoying, I don't have enough of love, whatever it is, right? And so because of that, you create slash split off part of yourself um, with a thing you don't have enough of or the thing that you judge or whatever it is. And now that becomes part of your shadow aspect. And so... Once you get rid of that, once that's pretty much gone, or close to be gone at least, suffering becomes no longer a thing that happens as much. It might still happen, you might still have sad moments, but it's not as extreme, right? You're not constantly up and down because you're you know, constantly overwhelmed and this kind of thing. And that's number one. Number two is perspective. You're able to become aware of and have a wider perspective of reality and end of life. Which helps you to become wise over years. You, you notice, you become aware that emotions are not... A good way of helping you translate things to reality, which is what we do. We do this thing I call emotional translation, emotional translating, where you have an emotion, let's say like anger or sadness, let's say sadness, right? And you translate that sadness to mean that you are a bad person because sadness has to do with some test that you did, and so you're a failure, you're a loser, this kind of thing. Um, if you notice this is happening, this kind of thing, notice the possibility of inaccuracies, this kind of thing. Like you, you're really going to be going into why you are doing this. You, know, you could do it the other way where you try, try to just resist these things and you try to like overcome them and this kind of thing by resisting them and 
by saying no to them. But it's not really going to work. And what you might end up happening is that you will become overcome by these things at certain strange moments, certain moments where like you are overwhelmed, things like this, you might notice that you're more like depressed than you should be, you're more angry than you than it seems healthy, you know, this kind of thing. These are signs you can look for. There's more judgment there than you really need, this kind of thing. So yeah, that's the basics, right? Noticing the thing, noticing the shadow aspect, noticing the emotions, noticing the judgments, working through those judgments, trying to see if you can see a new, another perspective about these judgments, this kind of thing. Um, and this is how I did it, at least. This is how I managed to go beyond a lot of this Am I going to say that it's all gone? Most of it, probably. I don't know if all of it is gone, but most of it is. Um, <clears throat> and you eventually get to this level where it becomes more and more subtle. So that you, like... Aren't suffering as much. But you're... Um, still dealing with some of these shadow aspects, but you're not aware of them as much because they're so because they're more and more subtle. Um, all right, let's go ahead. So that's basically the episode. There's a lot we can go into with this one. But I think we'll leave it there for now because there's a lot to kind of go into <clears throat> later on. So I might do deep episodes on this in the future uh, on different stages and how to actually look at shadow aspects and go through the process of these particular shadow aspects because you know this little 20 minute guide at the end of this three hour episodes it it it's a start but it's not necessarily going to be the complete answer um it, it might even be the wrong answer for you part of this might be the right answer but there might be things that are missing that you might want to do this kind of thing uh so we'll go into that in, in a deeper episode I think. So, anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you in the next one.